Welcome to What's the Word podcast with myself, Nick Henderson, a resource that helps push you further in your faith by discussing what God's Word has to say about various topics that tend to trip up believers and keep us from advancing into the place God has for us. I'm so grateful you're tuning in today. And before we get into the content, I want to ask if this episode provides you any value that you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. Those two things help a ton. With that aside, let's jump in to today's episode. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another week of the podcast. What's the word? What's the word? That's right. And as you hear, Trevor Valentino's back in the studio. We had Corey Abram here last week, man. He killed it. Mm. Um, I've been talking all over social media that Corey had, I mean, no offense to you, Trevor, but Corey had like the smoothest podcast voice. I agree. Like, I don't even... Like really, he said some great stuff, of course, and he, you know, he brought the word on what's the word podcast. But more than anything, I could have just let, listened to this guy. He needs talk. to do like audio books. He something. should <laughs> literally. Maybe he should just host this podcast. I don't know. But he was awesome. But back in the CEO this week is the awesome Trevor. And Yo. so, Trev Dog, how you feeling? How we doing? Man, I'm just high on life. High you know? on life, man. High on life, man. God will do that to you. An incredible <laughs> relationship with Jesus Christ will make that happen for you. Yes. But anyways, Trevor, we got. High on life. Speaking of <laughs> being high, uh, that's a horrible joke. You didn't catch it at first. No. Yeah, you're right. Um, we are talking today about smoking. Uh, specifically, if you've seen the title, is smoking a sin? And so, you know, as youth pastors and even just as people, we see, I mean, this is like a prevalent topic. This is actually something I get asked a ton. You know, can I smoke? Is smoking a sin? Is it bad? Uh, whatever it may be. And just for you guys to know, we're going to try and stay like away from some of the science, um, you know, we'll dip into a little bit as needed, but like we're not scientists, we're podcasters and pastors. <laughs> and so we're going to try and stay in our lane here and just really give you the biblical perspective of what smoking is, uh, how believers should see it, and all of the great stuff. So Trevor, what are your thoughts? Smoking. Yeah, so I have never smoked, so maybe I'm a little biased, but I, I just yeah. had never found uh, a desire to actually do that. I've had a lot of friends growing up dabble in all sorts of drugs and uh, not even just on their own time, but I've been in group situations to where I'm the only person who's not smoking. Um, but I've just, I mean, I had always had a, a fear of getting in trouble no matter what it is, but you know, with where we live specifically, you know, smoking weed has been illegal. And so when my friends were doing that, I, you know, even if I wasn't in a place in life where I was strong spiritually, I had enough fear of getting in trouble and like getting arrested or even, you know, a whooping from my mom yeah. to not dabble into that. Mm -hmm. But I saw the effect that it had on a lot of people, which made me not appeal to it even more. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because smoking is very prevalent. You know, even when I was in high school too, I mean... I feel like it just takes on different forms, you know, even like I grew up in a smoking household as in like my parents smoked and specifically my mom. And when she was growing up, you know, just from what she would tell me, it was cigarettes were the big thing, obviously, mm -hmm. you know, marijuana, we'll get into that too, specifically. Um, and then when I was coming up through high school, it was, I think vapes were just being introduced. It was still pot, um, still a lot of those things. And even now, especially, oh my gosh, teenagers now they do. It seems like all they do is vape and definitely vape. Oh my gosh! And so hiding it places, hiding it. I mean, jewels, all all of that stuff, right? And yeah. so I feel like smoking's just always been something in some shape or form that's 
been a really big, you know, you can call it, I would call it maybe an issue in some capacities in regards to people in general. And so, you know, Christians are right to ask, like, is this stuff wrong? Like, it's all over the place. I see my friends doing it. Maybe I do it from time to time, you know, in a, a kickback, a, a party. Also, I learned the word kickback. Nice. I'm getting privy to it now. <laughs> a kickback, a hangout, whatever it may be. My friends are kind of hanging out, wanting to do this. Or maybe I'm just trying to take the look, like some stress off myself. I'm feeling a little anxious and I just like to kind of unwind with whatever, right? And so let's answer the question. Let's jump in. So, and smoking a sin. So let's kind of define terms here. Saying something is a sin can be tricky because lots of things aren't sinful, but many things are kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. and can stunt your growth when it comes to your relationship with God. So I think the better way to look at it is, regardless of the conclusion that we come to today, is to not view things as a whole is, is smoking sinful or is this other activity sinful? But rather ask, is this the most glorifying, honoring, edifying thing I could do with my life? And then operate off of that standard instead of, oh, is this sinful? Oh, it's not cool. I'm going to go do it. You know, whatever. What are your thoughts on that, Trev? Well, yeah, because even with that, like if you've surrendered your life to Christ, like your sins are paid for. So Mm -hmm. people might be hearing this question, is smoking a sin? Well, if it is, why does it even matter if I've been forgiven of all my sins, past, future, whatever? And I think, you know, even though the eternal consequence for that sin might be dealt with by Jesus, there's still horizontal consequences. There's still certain things that are going to affect not only your life right now, but your relationship with God. God and your effectiveness to build his kingdom and stuff. So you have to take that into consideration. Mm, facts, such facts. And you got to take all that stuff into consideration. You know, you might be saved by Christ, but you still have every opportunity to screw up your life. Yeah. And so let's keep you from doing that. Um, but let's, the Bible actually, when it comes to like what sin is, a good definition of what sin that you can kind of take down or write down if you're, you know, have an opportunity to write down things from this podcast is anything that goes against the will or word of God. Anything that goes against the will or word of God. And so when looking at the word of God, the Bible actually never specifically mentions smoking. It's not in there. You're not going to find a verse that says, thou shalt not smoke cigarettes, but thou vapes are okay. Like you're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to find that. And so some translations, maybe. yeah, maybe some <laughs> translations, but not in the conservative translations. Yeah. And so, but there are some biblical principles that can guide you when it comes to making the choice for yourself is smoking something that I want to be involved in. Is it a sin? Whatever that may be. Number one, uh, before we even jump into the rest of the biblical principles, because I have a good verse, it's in 1 Corinthians, but I want to talk about first Romans 13, 1, uh, because there's a lot of under 18 year olds listening to this podcast right now who are like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm going to get like a chance to smoke here. Like maybe this is going to be like a good <laughs> thing for me. waiting I, for I can, you to say one thing like, that lets like, them do please, it. Please, like give me the excuse. If you're under 18, it is illegal for you in America to, to smoke, uh, to own a vape, smoke cigarettes, whatever it may be. It's a sin no matter what we conclude today. So for any teens under the age of 18 listening, there's no reason or logic that makes smoking okay for you. Romans 13, 1 talks about let every person be subject to the governing authorities of their land. For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist must have been instituted by God. And so if you were under the age of 18, you should never, there's no reason for you ever to smoke, and laws are in place for a reason. I know it may seem silly to you, but regardless, you've you've chosen to live in America, and therefore you must follow the laws of the land like God has called you to follow it. So... In answering the question of is smoking a sin, it's cut and dry. If you were under the age of 18, it is definitely a sin. Yeah. No matter what, I don't care or what we conclude today, if you're under the age of 18, it is definitely a sin. But with that said, with that behind us, if you're above the age of 18, things get a little bit more subjective, I should say. So a verse that guides us if you're over the age of 18 is this. Everything is permissible. This comes from 1 Corinthians 6.12. Everything is permissible for me. And this is Paul writing. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. If I'm speaking, Trevor, I like to have people repeat things, and I'd be like, everybody say, beneficial. (laughs) 
Everything's permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. And I love that verse from Paul because it goes to show that there should be nothing in this life that you are dependent on besides God Almighty. That's it. Point blank, period, right? There should be nothing in this life that you need. There should be nothing in this life that you have to lean on to say, after a hard day, I just really got to have this or else, you know, I don't know what I'll do. You know, after, you know, one of those, one of these seasons or after I go through something really difficult, I just need to unwind with this. There should be nothing in your life that you're that dependent on, right? There should be nothing in your life that takes the place of what Christ can play in your life when it comes to someone who can bear your burdens and help you deal with and compartmentalize and carry the things that are so heavy in this life. Trevor, what are your thoughts on not being dependent on anything besides God? Yeah, it's about just being able to retain your self-control. I've seen, that's what's hurt the most for me is seeing how smoking can completely invade someone's life to where they just, they can't operate without it. I remember having a friend one time uh, before an FFA competition in high school, like literally one minute before they had to be in the ring, like competing. And they were, you know, running to the parking lot, trying to find their vape and their trucks so they could just, you know, get rid of all this fear and anxiety and stuff like that. I'm like, man, like I, I can't imagine what it would be like to be so mastered by something that you can't operate outside of it. And like, I feel for it because there's something going on on a deeper level there that needs to be healed. And and that's why the only thing we were created to be dependent on is God. Whereas any drug, any substance that you try to put in place of God isn't going to fulfill that. It might temporarily, you know, ignore some of the things that you're struggling with. It might make you have a little bit of an escape from it, but once you're off of that, it amplifies it to make it even worse to where you're going through the cycle of needing it once more. Oh yeah, hundred percent dude. And even without going into too much detail in my personal life, seeing my, you know, a lot of my family smoke and get into some of that stuff, just the lack of ability to operate without having a cigarette, without smoking a vape without having smoking weed or whatever or whatever drug right whatever we're talking about smoking specifically in this we're not going to dive into the world of like complete drugs but you know seeing that as a sad reality and it showcases a lack of a true trusting relationship with jesus christ and so perhaps before we even get into like all of the stuff we're going to jump into today perhaps the bigger thing you should ask yourself is why do you if you're listening to this looking maybe for an excuse to smoke or maybe looking for an out or a hall pass, why do you want one? Mm. Why do you need to? What is the per- like what what is the purpose that you are smoking for? And that will tell you a lot about maybe where the deficiency is because smoking is a consequence of a greater thing. You know, I get I get it. And I don't want to sound like traditional, you know, old man Nick here. I get that. I'm sure some people listening to this can smoke recreationally. And maybe have no deep down voids that they are trying to fill in regard to the smoking. Okay. But there are definitely some listening who are kind of vibing with what we're saying and maybe coming to the point to where you're like, hey, maybe I'm trying to cover something up. Or maybe I really can't not smoke. And that's a problem. That's a problem. And so let's get into some other things to think about when it comes to the Bible regarding smoking. Uh, And we're going to kind of split this. And so this covers smoking in general, and we're going to jump into marijuana at the last bit. But some things to think about smoking in general, and then I want to jump into marijuana because that has legal ramifications and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a drug as well. And so we'll talk about that too. Number one is this. Um, 
or respect for life, right? So God gives life to all people, life and breath. It talks about in Acts 17, 24. And so since life is a gift from God, I think one thing is very clear. If you ever read like the back of like a, a you know, cigarette pack, which just has nicotine in it, you know, like vapes have, can have similar things in there or whatever it may be. If you read the back of one of those bad boys, you'll see like several warnings. <laughs> smoking can cause cancer. Smoking can cause this. Smoking can cause ulcers. Smoking can cause lung problems. Smoking can cause... This, this, and this. And like I said, we are not we're not scientists, and I'm not trying to jump in. I'm just saying what the company is saying to us. Like I I'm I did not explore the world of cigarettes. I did not like break one open in this podcast and looking like exactly at what's contained in there. I'm just saying what its own company that is trying to make a profit is having to acknowledge to all of us in regard to the health detriments that it poses. Trevor, what are your thoughts on just the health? consequences of smoking and honestly when you're saying that like that blows my mind that like companies can profit off of that like Mm -hmm. somebody else's demise and something that's like hurting you and like i don't even know how that could be sold (laughs) you know the fact that it's it's been seen like you see the commercials of people who can't even like speak clearly anymore because their lungs are so destroyed and all this kind of stuff and the ramifications it has towards your mind and stuff. And, you know, these companies, their goal isn't your health. Their goal isn't your relationship with God. Their goal is to get your money. And the way they do that is to get you addicted and bought in to where you can't function without it. It's just sad. It is sad. And so that's the principle number one is having a respect for your life generally. Being a person who, okay, like kind of what you mentioned a few weeks back, like your body's a temple of God. I understand that versus speaking specifically to sexual immorality, but still the principle remains, dude, like God gave you this body, take care of it. Respect your life. Don't try to end it uh, quicker than uh, maybe God has intended for you, right? And smoking, I think, by virtue of just the labels on most of the packaging would indicate that it does. And so that's number one. Number two is a love of neighbor. And so Matthew 22, 39 talks about you must love your neighbor as yourself. Um, dude, I'm a, I'm a, like, I, if anybody's an expert on this, I am of just of coming from a family who's like this is when I was growing up, everybody, everybody would tell me like your car smells like smoke or your, your clothes smell like smoke or your house smells like smoke. And that was because my family smoked Yeah, and you know, God knows the issues that I'm going to have later on in life because of the secondhand smoke that I, that I dealt with. And I have already seen it in other family, family members as well. And so there's a certain love and compassion that you should have for the people around you when it comes to smoking. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe you don't care, but somebody cares and the comfort level of other people. You know, when you, when we became a Christian, we stopped living for me ourselves and started living for we, everybody else. And so that's an important principle to recognize that it's not just a, it's not just about you. Like it's great that you don't care about your lungs or your health, but you should care about other people's health. Yeah, Trevor, what are your thoughts? I agree. Agree. Hundred percent. Well said. Number two. That was number two. Number three is the need to be holy. The need to be holy, as in, I want to live my life in every single aspect to honor God to the highest degree. I'm not just worried about getting as close to the line as possible so that way maybe just maybe I can step really close to it and have all the fun and all the pleasure that I really want but not get burned on the other side of it, right? That is the wrong mindset to have. The best mindset to have is to always ask, what is the best possible way I can honor God to the highest degree in my life? This is that, the need to be holy. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, Romans 12, 1. It also talks about like living countercultural, okay? And this isn't specifically this, but if everybody else is smoking, that should not lead you to jump into that. That just makes more people that are wrong, right? And so yeah. it should be something in your life where you don't cave to that peer pressure, cave into whatever sort of desire or thing or 
whatever weight that you feel like you're caving under in that. And Trev, I want to ask you too, why do you think people smoke in general? Like, do you think it's all peer pressure or do you think that there's other reasons behind that? I think initially it could be peer pressure, like especially at a younger age and seeing people do it. Um, it, you're, you're initially can be tempted to just fit in with the group. But I think as, uh, people who dive into this start to experience what you can, so-called gain out of smoking, uh, some other desires come out of that. I think number one, people try to have an escape from reality, you know, whether that's tough circumstances at home, certain things that you're struggling with, uh, anxiety, fear, whatever the case may be, there's this desire to have an escape from reality. It's where like, at least for a little bit, I don't have to think about those things. I don't have to deal with those things. I don't have to feel the pain from those things. And if I can just escape from reality, I don't have to struggle with that. Um, but the problem with that is, you know, you can't always stay out of that escape from reality. You always Mm -hmm. have to come back to reality. And the truth is that life is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, there were certain things that we are meant to struggle with. Like life wasn't promised to be easy. Um, and so rather than having like a cop out to kind of numb yourself through that pain, it's so much more beneficial to grow through it, to go to God in that, to let God strengthen you in that and to grow you to where you're not really trying to have a cop out. You're trying to be made better to where next time something comes up like that, you're stronger because of it. Uh, in addition to that, I think people just do it for pleasure. Mm. Um, and you know, whatever, appearance of pleasure that it might be able to present itself to you uh, it doesn't have long-term pleasure and you see that from the effects that people have whenever they stop smoking for a while and the effect that it has on them yeah the three p's right peer pressure pleasure and problems Mm. the three reasons why people may smoke and you know it'll probably fall into one of those categories either you know i'm just chilling i kind of like it or my friends are kind of feel like they're forcing me to do this or the problems are just so high in my life that i need to get high Mm -hmm. to get away from them right and so in all this, it's all about, all about taking care of the temple, all about taking care of the body that God is giving you, using it to honor him and glorify him. But a lot of people will kind of buck up against this and be like, some argue against it by saying, by pointing to the fact that many people eat like unhealthy foods. And we were talking off recording about like, you had questions about that, right? About mm-hmm. like, what's the difference between unhealthy foods, you know, whatever. Yeah, because be, that's a, a response from a lot of people when, you know, someone might come with, hey, like you shouldn't be smoking, like it's not good for you. Well, people can be like, well, there's a lot of things that aren't good for you. Why isn't uh, caffeine illegal? Why, like, what are all these things? Uh, why not ban all of those? Why is smoking different than any of those? Yeah, and I think it's a good question. Um, one, it's not healthy. The, the eating healthy foods, even people, like you mentioned with caffeine, people who literally can't even operate without the first cup of coffee in the morning. I think it's such a funny thing. Like, don't talk to me until I have my first coffee. And it's like, <laughs> come on. Like, you can't muster up like <laughs> any kindness or energy before. But anyways, uh, granted, I don't like coffee, and so I don't understand that perspective. But it's still a problem, right? If you're addicted to caffeine, addicted to healthy, unhealthy foods, and you feel like you like cannot break that cycle of gluttony or dependency on caffeine, or whatever, and sir, whatever sort of food digestible item that you want to do in there, all that stuff is bad. It's still, it, in fact, I would say it does fall into the same category. It's probably the same thing, but just because it falls into the same category and most Christians are hypocritical in regards to how they view it doesn't change the fact that smoking is still wrong. Yeah. Like it's still not the way that you should go. Just because other people are also doing bad things does not make the habit that you're involved in, if it's smoking, any less counterproductive to your lifestyle, right? And that's how I would, 
answer that, it just doesn't make it more honoring to God because other things also dishonor to God. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's good. Dope. And so we got a few minutes left. I want to jump into, and I can already tell right now, Trevor, that we're going to have to do a separate episode on marijuana. So stay tuned for that in the future. But a couple of things I want you all to think about, but don't don't come at me on Instagram like, well, what about this? What about that? Like, we'll give you a little, we'll give you a full episode, yeah. but I feel like people come to the, came to this episode thinking about marijuana. Hoping. So yeah, hoping, <laughs> hoping we would talk about it. So I'll give you guys a couple things, two things from the Bible when it comes to marijuana. Number one, we must control our mental faculties. We have to control our mental faculties. We have to be sober-minded. You must love God with your whole mind, Matthew 22, 37 to 38, and keep your senses completely sober, 1 Peter 1, 13. So a person cannot fully control his mind when they're or her, right, her or his mind, when they're abusing drugs, and many people become addicted to them. Nicotine is an, a, is an addicting thing, right? I watched my mom try to quit cigarettes and so many things, you know, throughout, and obviously weed's a little bit different, but it's still an addicting thing in regard to what it gives you. It mm-hmm. gives you a false sense of safety, security, and pleasure that you're not meant to retrieve it from. It's just like with anything that gives you a false sense of pleasure. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. There may be a chemical in there that is qualified as addicting or not, but if you find pleasure in something, it doesn't really matter how unhealthy or how counterproductive to your life it is, you're going to go back to it. And marijuana is that. And so even in that, marijuana, it's clear, no one can argue with me on this, that it does get you high. And when you're high, you're not in control of your mental faculties to the point in which you would be if you were sober. And so that's number one. We must control mental faculties as Christians because it is in that that we, that we can make the proper decisions when it comes to honoring God to the highest degree, as we've been talking about. That's number one. Number two is that, as mentioned previously, for all of our under 18-year-olds and now for everybody else, we have to obey the laws of the land. Romans 13 talks about this again. In Texas, it ain't legal. Yeah. So anybody in Texas should not be smoking marijuana unless they have found a legal loophole to do that, right? Just driving to Colorado. Yeah, or driving to whatever. And so those are the two big things um, in that. And so you're not going to hear me say like, oh, this is completely bad or this is completely wrong because I have not formed that opinion yet of marijuana. Uh, Am I going to smoke it? No. Do I feel like it's a good witness for myself? No. But I'm not going to say coherently and, uh, you know, straight up that, oh, it's a sin. I I don't have enough evidence to say that. But what I am saying is that it has more temptation to be a detriment in your life then it does to be a benefit. And Absolutely. that's and I'll leave it straight at that. Yeah. Um, and then I do think it is a Christian gray area where someone, you know, would have to be able to discern for themselves and their convictions and and their life phase to be able to decide, okay, like if I could do this legally and can I do this without getting high? And then just maybe you could partake, I suppose, but you're not gonna hear me give you any permission for anything like that. Absolutely. I'm just saying for me personally, I would not do it. And I think it's a gray area, and that's frankly where I will leave it. But I want you to think about this. Satan is the great justifier. He's the great distractor. He's the person who will always help us rationalize what the wrong thing is. And so keep that in mind when you're making any decision towards pleasure. Anything that's indicating, oh, I'm going to get, um, this is going to make me feel good. Whenever you're weighing, if, that, if something like that is worthy in your lifestyle, remember that Satan loves to deceive us and make, seem, make things that are big seem small make things that are significant seem very insignificant. And so just remember that and remember what he is attempting to do in your life. But with that said, man, like smoking, I think is something is hard to do to honor God in. And so these are some thoughts for you guys, some principles that hopefully will guide you and your walk with God. And we appreciate you guys a ton until 
next episode. Peace. I hope this episode helped you out and provided you tons of clarity and encouragement. If so, I'd greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review and also share this show on your social media. It helps more than you know. Until next time.